listener. Kickpot acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we are recording this podcast, the Yulikit Wulan clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the Kickpot, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four. Hello there. Hello there. I have not got coffee in my blood. Okay. <laughs> when you drink coffee, does it go in your blood? Yeah. Does it? I don't know. Probably not. I don't There's know. probably doctors listening or people that understand the no. human body from a biological perspective thinking mm. no. But I need coffee in my blood. I feel like I need it in my survive. bones. Yeah, I need co- coffee, but I haven't had one yet. But I have to say, I drank a litre of water this good morning. Good on you. Thank you. That yes, is very good. I haven't been drinking much water, and that's no. something that I want to do more of. Yes, that's why Not you got yourself a Stanley year. Cup. Oh, guys, I bought a Stanley Cup. It looks ridiculous. I wish I, I had it. it. I it's love it. It's so big. It's bigger. It's, it's like one, 30% bigger, I reckon, than a Frank Green. Yeah. I well, can't. not unless you've got the two litre Frank Green. But yeah, which I who's can't. Got That's that too big bell. for me. Yeah. yeah. Too big for yeah. me. It's three times. No, my head isn't three. It's not three times the size of my head. It's bigger than my head. I think it's the handle for me. It's this big. It looks like someone got a coffee cup, like yeah. a old school, like thermo start, small coffee yeah. cup, got it in Photoshop and just stretched yeah. really big. Put like it shouldn't it. be that big. Yeah. And I, it does fit in the car though. I yeah. like that. And the cup holder good. and the carpet aside from that. Yeah. It's too big. But do you know what I have to say? I did drink my More one litre of job. water this morning from that cup. Yeah. Good job. But I don't know. It is big. It's, it feels it, <laughs> obnoxious a little bit, just a t- like from me. But if you have one, amazing. You do you. You live your Stanley Cup dreams. It's obviously a, a humongous company. I mean, it's friggin' They've trending. Literally as, gone. Yeah. I saw She's on the Money did yeah. a Instagram post about their growth yeah. once they started targeting women. And their yeah. revenue went from like $73 million to $750 million <laughs> per year in four years by targeting women and releasing this cup. So obviously it's popular. Yeah, so I, no, and obviously people listening, it's likely someone will have it. So it suits you. It just doesn't suit me. And I just feel like I'm just clumsy. I bang things and I bang, bang, bang. They're too big, too bang, big. I bang, need small bang. I need small <laughs> things. So then I'm not anyway. But I did. That's, that's how I drank my one water. later this morning. So good I think job. it's going to be my home cup. Okay. Nice. Yes. That's good. Yeah. That's just good in idea. private. <laughs> Although it fits in the car though. That's Maybe it can be your car cup. Maybe yeah, you can but, drink to and from work. And then when you get home, take it inside. Mm, seems then, like a lot you know, of an effort to just drink for the 30-minute drive. <laughs> anyway, I do want to give a shout-out to everyone who left such beautiful comments on our post, our snippet of the last episode when I spoke about my reflections and my learnings um, since turning 30. A lot of you not only commented but slid into my DMs and said the most beautiful things about some of the stuff I shared on that podcast. And I just wanted to say thank you because it's, I think it's still, even though we've been doing it for a while now, it still takes a lot to be um, as open and, and raw on here knowing so many people and so many strangers really are listening in. And so when I can be so open and honest and it to be received so well and to be so supported, it just makes us feel 
even more mm. welcome to share that kind of stuff. So, yeah, really, really appreciate it. Um, and to everyone that could relate to a lot of what I was saying, you know, I hope you feel seen, which a lot of you said you did. So, yeah, just wanted to say thanks. It's always really nice to hear what you guys think about some of the stuff we share and not just in those snippets but in the episodes themselves. Um, so always feel free to reach out and let us know what you think about the episodes, particularly if they hit close to the heart. So thanks. Now, Steffi, speaking of turning 30, you had a very, very, very fun, I nearly said pun, fun, fun, fun the coffee's hit me, fun birthday party. It was fun. A few weeks ago. Yes. It was very fun. It was really fun. And I fun. think I just would like you to tell us about it. <laughs> It was really fun. I think I think what was really special, to be honest, was when I was reflecting on the people that were there, um, I've definitely made some really beautiful close friends over the last couple of years in my life. And so some of them were there for sure. But I think also a lot of the people who were at like my 21st and even my 18th were there. And I think that was really special to me because I think for me, I've always held it really like important in my in my mind that I stay really true to who I am and a lot of those people that I grew up with. Um, like, of course, it's normal to grow, um, grow up and your friendships, you kind of fall out and all that sort of stuff. But I think it's also really special when there is those few people that have been with you from the beginning and have known you through all the eras. And that was the theme was everyone came dressed up as a different era. And yeah, it was like whilst it was fun and funny to see what people dressed up as, it was also really special to think that a lot of the people there have been there for me throughout all of those different eras. And that was that was really special. So it was just it was a really fun night. Um What did we do? We had So we got there, yep. we had some drinks. Yep. We had a sit down, we had um a beautiful Italian uh meal, which was just just lovely. I still, it still makes me just think one day I will get to Italy. It was so good. <laughs> we so had, good. Uh, what did we have? Prosciutto. Yes. And we had lasagna. Lasagna. Calamari. We had the cheese. They had a cheese wheel thing. Yeah. Oh, and the then Parmesan they got the pasta wheel. out of the, the cheese wheel. Do they what? reuse that lots of times? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they just kind of like shave so. the inside. No, they waste. do. No, I think they shave the inside and then they and can reuse new. it. But that was delicious, the cheese wheel pasta. And pizza. Oh my gosh, and pizza. Um, and then, yeah, we cut up a beautiful cake, had a little speech, and then we basically just danced the night away. And it was so fun, so fun, and really tame, to be honest, which is quite funny because the segment that we're about to chat through is like crazy things that have tame happened. Tame as in your, like nothing bad happened no, to your house. I or? think there was honestly like maybe one glass that broke, which oh. is, you know, totally fine. That could have been me just on like a Tuesday without <laughs> exactly. alcohol. Like 100%. <laughs> well, I mean, we did, we did jump in the pool, but I have, we, we weren't, tame, but it though. was, it wasn't, we, we weren't like, fall like in the pool. Ex- we would not have gone in there if we were oh, no. heavily intoxicated, totally obviously. Yeah. That was actually quite funny because I'd gotten changed by that point and I jumped in the pool and I was in this beautiful dress by one mile. It's this brown, really lovely kind of beach summery dress. But when it's wet, it like gets really heavy and stretches. Yes. And so like I came out of the pool and I was like, okay, I'm not going to last long in this because it's just (laughs) dragging down. But it was so fun, so fun. And um, it just, yeah, I think when I was reflecting on it, I was like, I mean, it was late. I went to bed at 3.30 and I think some people went to bed at like 4.30. These were people that were staying with us though, like my brother and stuff, so fair enough. But um, they even stayed up a little bit later and it just made me think, you know what, I didn't end up with 
my head in the bowl and a box full of shapes in the bed. So I've like done, better than my 21st. <laughs> <laughs> done better than my 21st. And then it just made us think, I wonder what crazy things have happened at people's parties. I wonder. You know? Can I say one more thing before we go into these amazing stories (laughs) that are about to come? Okay, so this is a little bit of a a little bit of a special share almost built in. So you had these limoncello spritz. Oh my gosh, yes. And so I have thought because I to be honest, every time I'm Aperol girl. I'm basic bitch 101, go to a restaurant, they're like, look at I'm like, do you have Aperol? So even on the menu, and they always look at me like, oh I'm like, well, I don't I like Aperol spritz, okay? I like what I like. And then they'll be like, oh, we've got our own, like, um, elderflower yeah. spritz or, like, yeah. muggle, be- muggle berry. Muggle berry. Muggle berry. Wow. These, the amount of spritzes that yeah. have been made. I love Aperol. Yes. Aperol is my, like, yeah. don't change Same. what's not broken. It yeah. is perfect. I, I don't need elderflower. I don't need any other flower. <laughs> I just need Aperol. So, anyway, I was, I have to say, when I saw the option, I was like, no, I'm not going to get that. Limoncello spritz. Yeah, yeah. limoncello spritz. I was yeah. like, I'm not going to get that. And then I had a sip of someone's drink. So yeah. we're like, try it. You have to try it. I was like, okay, all right, I'll try it. I'll yeah. try it. It was honestly one of the yeah. best drinks I've Same. ever had. Yeah. And I am really grateful that I came out of my spritz. You tried something <laughs> new. Yes. And it's very different to Aperol, so yeah. it doesn't replace it for me. Nothing yeah. replaces Aperol. Yeah. But it was delicious and it was from, and then I was, th- I, I expected that the, um, like someone, they'd like made it with like yeah. three different mixes. Yeah. It's a pre-mix yeah. from Zonzo Estate. Yeah. yeah. It's got this really cute, it's like 20 bucks a bottle it's and it's this delicious. really nice looking, like I feel like if you were, went to all your friends for dinner and you wanted to bring something, yeah. it just looks like a nice thing, oh. this bottle. And it was so popular. Honestly, most people who came had never even heard of it. Like they'd done, you know, a limoncello shot Not. before, but they've never ta- had the spritz. And I hadn't either. And even like when we decided to have it, I was like, oh, I'm just going to be drinking Aperol. So if you think people are going to yeah. like it, sure. Um, and then I too, like I think I had a couple of Aperols and then I did the same thing, sipped someone's limoncello spritz and I was like, righto, this is me for tonight. It's I'm going to go over to these things. <laughs> so highly, I actually, I don't even know what it's called, but it's in a, yeah, it's in a bottle with yellow, yes. black writing, L-I-M- yellow thing. L-I-M-E-N-C-E-L-L-O spritz. On the bottle. Anyway, so. it's just Google it. Yeah. If you like lemon and you like refreshing drinks and yeah, you do choose sweet. to drink alcohol, it yeah. is very delicious. Of course, always in moderation. And now let's go to the community stories so of we, your parties. We have a, I am scared. We have I'm a excited. lovely bowl here that Lindsay's set up. We haven't read any of these, guys, so let's Well, we never have. See. It's always a surprise, which yes. is the best. All right. So I was probably about 17. My parents went away for a weekend, obviously had a house party. Great night, so much fun. I did an awesome job at cleaning the house up and my parents never suspected a thing. But then, like a week later, mum went to cook a roast lamb but couldn't find it in the freezer. She was so sure that she had bought one before she went away and was going insane trying to figure out what had happened to this lamb roast. Dad was just like, well... Like, what? I'm I'm worried. What do you mean? Oh, as in, like, what's happened to it? Yeah. Yeah. Dad was just like, well, you mustn't have got one. Turns out someone had taken it on the night of my party, just walked out of the door with a frozen lamb. I have only just recently told mum about it and she thought it was so funny. What a random thing to take from a party. I thought she was going to say something like we found it on the roof a week later or... What were they going to do with it? Just cook it at home. No, I think they had other... Ideas. <laughs> I think if you steal a roast lamb from a, host, a, a house party. You're not thinking that looks delicious, I'm going to no, take it home? 
I don't know what you're going to do with it. I I don't. That is that truly is, random. That, that is that is the most random thing I think I've ever heard. I hope that person stopped oh, stealing. God. Okay. Oh no 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 no. Toilet paper ran out. Had a midnight grog oh. bog. Couldn't oh. wipe until the next morning. <laughs> I love our community. Where were you? Where were you? Please tell me you were at home. Were you at home? I'm so happy. This is the best segment ever. Okay. Oh, Shizen. Found a huge carpet snake in our shed and <gasps> brought it in to play cards against humanity with us. It ended up living in our shed for six months after that. I think he had a good time. Wait, a snake? A snake. Don't touch reptiles <laughs> when you're drunk. Don't touch reptiles. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so wild. Oh, no. A guy shit in the dishwasher and turned it on. <laughs> turned it on. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I think I misheard. <laughs> a guy shit in a dishwasher. Shit in the dishwasher. <laughs> You're in a party and you shit in the dishwasher. Don't ever come to my party. Don't shit in my dishwasher. Can you imagine I... saying that? And it would get stuck in a little drain at the bottom. Oh, I that would. dishwasher I'm sorry. Needs I'm to a be... very oh. sustainable person. I would change dishwashers. That's I would. messed Can up. Can you imagine walking into your kitchen and someone, was he standing on the doors? Like, did it snap or was he hovering? <laughs> How did he do it? Was it explosive wide, out the back? Wide legged. Wide legged lean. What did he think it was? A toilet? <laughs> that is friggin' that is wild. That sick. kid, that would That's never, sick. never, ever I, I, come over That ever. is not, no, no, no. Poo particles on dishes forever. Okay. Oh, I'm never coming <laughs> over. Oh, no. No one could find me after I had drunk a little too much vodka on the last day of schoolhouse party. Even my mum turned up worried, of course. And then they found me asleep in a chicken coop. That's cute. That's cute. That's cute. At least there's no shit in the dishwasher. That's cute. Okay. Why is it guys? A guy got his mate to nail his nipple to the coffee (gasps) coffee table. It was disgusting. This is, like, I don't mean to be sexist, what but, like, I don't think a woman would ever do that. <laughs> do that. What, like, what, what, like, hey, you want to know you nipple no, to the coffee no. table? <laughs> yeah, I, it sounds like a really good idea. Why is that a good idea? <laughs> oh, um, oh, this one's not good. Walked into my boyfriend, now ex, lol, bonking another chick. He mouthed, sorry. Oh, oh my God, did he stop? Sorry. <laughs> no. But he mouthed it. He mouthed it, which means he was tr- he was sh- trying to, like, no. not let the other girls see that someone had come in. And so he was like, sorry. Oh, nah, sad, nah, sad nah. boy. Okay. Please keep it on. Don't worry. We are oh, with you. God. Everything in this Everything. segment is a non. Okay. But I slept with someone around the side of the house and then proceeded to party the night away. Did you go home with that guy later that night? Slay queen. Play. I Play. love that. I, I wonder how old you were because when we were in year, uh, below year nine, mm-hmm. I feel like kissing people like in the bush or something far oh, away yeah. was, you wouldn't go to in the house. No. The out, bush was where doors. it was. Yeah, outdoors. My, um, <laughs> one of my closest girlfriends, I think I might have said this on the podcast before, one of my closest girlfriends got, um, gave a guy a blowjob in the backyard of a house party and my dad saw it. <laughs> it's one of my favourite stories ever. <laughs> I never let her live it down. <laughs> I, that, yeah, that, that is a lot, that is, yeah, that's melt. Okay, 
Oh, again, I just, I don't mean to prefer one sex because I am like, you know, I love everyone, but I, I just don't think a woman would do this. Guys putting fireworks in old fridges and trying to blow them up from the inside. Why? That is dangerous. What? I don't, I just, I don't think, I just, that is, that's not cool. Why? No. What? Why? Like, what is the point in that? Because it's like fire, amazing, <laughs> or something. Fire. Explosions. <laughs> okay. No, I lo- that was that was a stereotype. There are many men in this world that I love Probably very much. Many women who would put fireworks in a fridge too. You never know. Less, definitely <laughs> less. Also, if you are a guy listening right now, I know you wouldn't do that. So I love you. Okay. Oh, okay. I had a threesome with my roommate and a friend, and I don't remember it. Probably a good thing. Yeah. I in That would be awkward if you did remember my everything. friends. Have you spoken to many people that have had threesomes? No, not really. Okay, I have. So I <laughs> interesting. Who are you talking about here? Multiple people. Oh. Yeah, you know okay. many of them anyway. Oh. But what they have often said is it's awkward with the person. Like the other yeah. if it's with your relationship and then it's someone else, yeah. your relationship with that person. And this is just the people I've spoken mm-hmm. to. I'm, I would actually love to know is this the case for mm-hmm. everyone, but it's quite awkward. I can only imagine. So if you <clears throat> didn't remember it, that's good. But that also with your roommate, that's. Pro- I feel like if you were going to have a threesome with your roommate, you got to be pretty sure you really want to do it because then it's like could make your living arrangements really fun. Like you know, if you wanted to keep doing it every night, or really awkward, and then so you'd have true. to move. Very, very true. Anyway, <laughs> that's a blessing in disguise. Okay. Now we have got. Some voice oh, memos. I'm so excited. So I was hosting a house party and my friend said it was okay to invite her recent ex because they weren't on bad terms. Um, later in the night, they both disappeared and when I found them, they were having sex on my dad's desk. I mean, maybe not the dad's desk, but I wonder if they got back together. I feel like that's classic. I've, I feel like I've had many friends who have been like, no, we're not together. And then in the night out, they're just like... Can't keep them apart. They were not on bad terms. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. So I went to a boarding school in Sydney. And when I moved out there, I found out that my parents happened to have this little investment property that had this incredible rooftop pool common area. So I stole a set of their keys and I thought I'd just hold on to them just in case. Um, and one day, one of my friends was telling me about this guy that she liked and she really wanted an excuse to hook up with him, but without it seeming too obvious. So I told her about the keys to this apartment, this like rooftop pool area that I had. And she was like, oh my God, let's throw a big party and we can invite him. So we did through this big party so that it wasn't too obvious that we were inviting him so she could give him a smooch. And it ended up being a really wild party. And in the end, he didn't even show. So... We had this wild party for nothing. I mean, for a good time. I, I mean, I'm, I think from that story, nothing happened to the apartment complex. Yeah, so that's good. good. Yeah, great. I just hate the chokehold that sometimes men have on us. <laughs> I mean, I think too. This is gender. Like, this is this is very. I was going to say this is not this just is men. Verbo- Women absolutely there is, do this. It, it is hundred percent. And everyone, all everyone, genders, everyone. And I think. That I just, it just makes me like, it's just so hard when you have a crush on someone and like all you think about is them and they take up your entire mental space and they don't, you don't even cross their mind. It's just like, it's just so fucked that that can happen, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's life. So I'm sorry to your friend. It is life, but I hate it. I hate that part of it. I feel like 
you just want to be that you share it. Obviously, yeah. that's what love is, isn't it? When you share that, yeah, or maybe it's just lust at the lust, start. But yeah. I just oh, yeah. that's that's one of the worst things I yeah. reckon when you are obsessed and the person doesn't. You're not even in their thought yep. process. Mm-hmm. We were having dinner with our family friends one night and they somehow let slip in front of their mother that was also there that when they were about 17, 18, they threw a party whilst their parents were interstate. There was a lot of 17, 18-year-olds drinking, carrying on. One of the guys at the party had organised a stripper to come. When the stripper rocked up, she witnessed a boy falling off a table, somehow managed to slice part of his lobe of his ear off because most of the party were underage and intoxicated. The lovely stripper stepped up, drove this boy and part of his ear to the hospital. We were in stitches hearing this story. The mother, not so much. To make it even funnier, my husband (laughs) fell silent at the story. He then brought up a photo of his phone and said, is this the guy that was at the party? Turns out it was the guy at the party. My husband had known him from somewhere and always wondered what had happened to his ear, why his ear was shaped like that, and now we know. That's Do you know funny. what the fucks strippers funny. must put up? Like they, they put would. up with so, like their job would be so. That's a great segment. If you're a stripper, call us in. Tell us your wildest stories. What have you Please rocked do. up to? Yeah. And what have you had to do outside of what you thought? Yeah. You, like you're there to strip. Yeah. And then you're suddenly driving someone to or hospital. You're, or you're giving someone a D and M because they've found out their boyfriend's cheated yes. and they're crying in your arms and yeah, something. Give me something. Let us know. Send it in. Oh, you gosh. can send us in DMs to the Kickpod Instagram mm. if you want to get in contact with us. You also yeah. follow it if you want. Yeah. You don't have to, but I wouldn't really like if you did that. <laughs> so send us a DM. Yeah. At Kickpod K I C P O D. You can use your voice or you can write it out, whatever you prefer. Thanks for getting involved, guys. That was so good. (laughs) Okay, now it's time to get into our DMs and this one's about running, so I'm excited. Thank you for sending it in, Tanisha. Hi, Steph. Hi, Laura. I've been following along with the Kick community for quite a few years now. I recently heard on the podcast that Laura has a bulged disc in her back. Yes, that is correct. It's not bulged anymore, though. Yay. I have had a chronic lower back injury, similar nature for the past 12 months, and I know how hard this can be both physically and mentally. Before my injury, I was someone who went to the gym four to five times a week and played football on top of that. So it has been quite hard mentally not Mm. being able to do the things I want to do. It's also been really hard in terms of body image and worrying about what I'm eating. Just wondering if you guys could talk about this. Any advice or guidance or encouragement is appreciated. Thanks, girls. Lots of love. Oh, I'm so sorry, mm. Tanisha. That is so hard. Injury is mm. so such a dampener, frustrating. Yeah. It's also obviously like when it happens is completely out of our control. Yeah. Except me, I'm taking control of my in my injuries, Tanisha, in my clumsiness. <laughs> Listen, last week I'm not being clumsy this year, <laughs> which is how a lot of my injuries have Happen. happened. Mm. But usually, it's out of out of control, out of our control. And then obviously it causes a huge setback when we're working towards a goal and it just sucks. And especially when you rely on exercise, like I do, exercise for me is such a big part of my mental health and like how I take care of myself. And so when I'm not able to do it, it's like 
I just feel completely yeah. different and I don't have anything per se that fills that in that is the anything. same. Yeah. And there, but it's really important to try and find things that yeah, can help. Is. So for me, meditation really helped. And it was just doing that because I exercise in the morning. It was doing that, getting up in the morning, doing something for me and knowing mm. I've taken that time and I haven't just got up, got in the car and, you know, driven to yeah. work or whatever. That really helped. In terms of my recovery, obviously everyone's back injuries are different. So, different. so I, with a bulge disc, the next step from there is a slip disc. I was very lucky that I did mm. not, that didn't happen to me. I just had one bulge disc. I went and saw a physio straight away. Shout out to Alana. She's amazing and just has been fantastic in my recovery from Upwell. So I, when I went, I think for the first few weeks, I wasn't doing much exercise. Mm. It was just really light walking, but I was still moving. And that's why it's really, really important to go and see someone like a physio when something like that happens yeah. when we get injured because really interestingly the way you recover change it, because of its research is always evolving mm. it changes they, there was a time when if you were injured it would they would tell you don't exercise don't do anything at all but now it's like trying to get some small movement yeah. in and then strengthening like re-strengthening my glutes and doing all these other exercises that are very different to the way I normally exercise and I don't like doing them. Like I no, I, like I don't do not enjoy my rehab exercises, mm-hmm. but I know I'm doing them to, to re-strengthen, yeah. to get back to where I was. And also what's really important is something that I was speaking to Alana about is that a lot of people, and I did this too, you do really good, you do all your rehab for the first four weeks. Then you start to feel normal again. Mm. That is where the most common time people are re-injured are because then they we're like, oh, we're fine. We don't, I don't need to do this rehab anymore. Mm. And then you push yourself too hard and then you can often go backwards. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important that you get your plan that you have to follow to yeah. be able to, if, if you are able to see a physio, I know that with physios, they are, they are, there is an expense around it. If not, there are a lot of apps um, and mm. also information on the internet around recovery and exercises that you can do. So just depending what you have access to make sure you follow it yeah. the whole way through and trust the process because when you just want to get straight back into it, it's so easy to be like, oh, I just I just want to do it now. I just want to do it. I'm, you know, I'm just going to not do it this week. Like yeah. no one's going to know. It's just you, right? But your body, your body knows. And then that's when you can kind of go back into that injury and it can get worse, especially yeah. with back injuries. And then the other thing I would say around body image mm. and, and what you're eating, I'm, it's really difficult and I, I know why you feel that way. Obviously, there's just so much pressure on us from society that it's like, oh, if you're not exercising, then you can't eat as much mm-hmm. and you need to watch what you're eating. But that is literally come and stemmed from toxic diet culture, like from seeing those stupid things of like, yeah. and just those stupid posts about like, oh, if you eat this, you need like, ex- you have yeah, to do this much exercise yeah. to work it off. And we don't eat to work off, like, the the purpose, sorry, we don't exercise to work off what we've eaten. Mm. We eat to fuel our body. Mm. And that's the most important mm. thing. And so it's focusing on, you might not be as hungry if you're not, like, if you're an athlete and you're exercising four hours a day, you will need more yeah, food hungry, yeah. than someone that's exercising half an hour a day or not For exercising sure. at all. But it's just so important to listen to your body. And yeah. if you are hungry, eat. Like, that's, that's okay. Yeah, 100%. It, just because you're not exercising it doesn't mean that you shouldn't you know eat well it is so 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 important and just know as well trust trust the process I know it's difficult I know it's hard but it's not going to be forever and we have our whole this is what I've had to keep reminding myself on my running journey of kind of restarting it like literally oh I felt like I restarted it 50 times last year is that it's 
I'm going to be on this journey and we're going to be on these journeys for the rest of our lives. Yep. Like I'm hoping I'm still going to be running when I'm 80 years old, right? Maybe I, I don't know how my <laughs> joints will be, but that's my goal. So we have, life is long. Like yeah. we've got a long time to kind of run and, you know, progress in our fitness or whatever your goals are. And so when you are recovered, which you will be, mm. then you'll be able to go back to it and do it. Mm. And you forget, yeah. you forget about the times that you couldn't. But I know when you're in it, it can be so difficult. the longest time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wishing you a swift recovery, um, Tanisha, and thank you so much for sending your DM in. And, yeah, hopefully you you feel back like you can be back at it soon. And um, love to anyone else as well. That's Whether it's an injury or an illness or whatever it is that's kind of put you off your usual routine, it can be really hard, particularly, as Laura said, if it's something that helps you emotionally and mentally. Um, try and find something else. And if you do have a question like this or a DM, please slide into our DMs at Kickpot on Instagram. We love hearing from you guys. I just wanted to jump in, Laura, Mm. just off the back of what you said around um, exercise being like a lifelong activity Mm. and not getting bogged down in something that's happening now and thinking about what you're doing when you're 80. I did the peer-to-pub swim over the weekend in Lawn, which is a 1.2K swim, like the biggest like open water, um, not in distance, but in number of participants. And I was waiting in line for the toilets and overhearing this conversation that this woman was having with another woman in line at the toilets, saying that she was there with her dad, who was, um, I think, 79 years yeah. old. And it was, wow. his thir- it was his 13th peer to pub, which I did the calculations, meant that he started swimming or at least started this event when he was 66. So imagine that, like you Mm. could, like, it's so easy to get bogged down in the day to day, like, oh, what I was doing like a month ago or six months ago, but it's like, we've got a lot of life left on this planet to not only like develop the skills and the experience and the training that we're already doing. But imagine this guy when he's 66 and thinking, oh, maybe I'll give swimming a go. And then that, and then he's doing it for the next 13 years. So yeah, I think it's nice to have that long-term perspective that this is not something that that we're working towards for like January or what are our goals for 2024? It's like, well, what what are we doing for the rest of our lives? I love that. And I I love it so much. And I think as well, it it comes back to, even if it is, if it's like specifically with this one, Mm. with running, too is that you we think like oh we we have to be the fastest and you know mm. our pace has to be this and it's not about that like unless you are trying to be because so many like people don't run or after they've been injured don't want to go back yeah. to it because they're worried that That's they're not, not going to be, be fast good. enough mm-hmm. and they you know people are going to overtake them or whatever but it's like who cares there is always at every single point in our entire life going to be someone unless you are the fastest person in the world yeah. and if you are amazing mm. well done but there's about there's only going to be one and out of mm. the population probably like 0. 0.000001% chance that will happen yeah. so there's always going to be someone faster and slower than you yeah. and that should not impact your journey yeah. and our pace does not matter like unless you are becoming an olympic athlete yeah. if you want to run do not let your pace holds you back 100%. from doing that or knowing that it's going to take time to build up because it's not we're never going to be everything takes practice mm. and and when we've not done something for a long time it's going to be, it's going to take practice, right, to get back into it. But that, we've got time for that. And there's, it's, we're not, we don't need to rush. I think that is, that is such a good Yeah, it's a great story. So yeah, everyone listening, you've got this, we've got a lot of time to work on our journeys and be on our journeys. This is what our life is, right? Mm. So don't rush them. It doesn't matter about our pace. What is a time for special share? Share.
Okay, Steffi, special share. What have you got for us this week? So I finally watched the movie Oppenheimer, and I've probably pronounced his name very wrong, but so apologies to everyone who's like, what? I was calling it Oppenheimer until I started saying Oppenheimer, so I'm tr- I'm getting there. Do you know what As I we know thought I'm it terrible. was? What? I've only heard about this movie because of all the controversy between that movie and Barbie and how they were up against kind of each other oh, in a lot yeah. of... Any, that, that's how I've heard of yeah, it. Yeah. But I thought they were talking about the Oppenheim Group, which is the real estate group oh from like that oh LA real estate show. No. And I was like, what? This makes no sense to me. No, no, anyway, no, no, no. Anyway, so don't worry. We've all been there. Do you know... Because this is a true... This is based on a true story. Do you know who Oppenheimer is? No. Okay, so Robert Oppenheimer, he um, worked on the top secret Manhattan Project, which is basically he had a team of people who created the world's first atomic bomb. Oh. So it was in World War II. And it's really incredible. This movie is like, it's long. I actually watched it in two sittings because I put it on too late the first time I started to watch it and then I realised it was like three hours long. But it is an experience. Like it is so well shot and put together. It's like art. And the acting is insanely good. And it was also, for me, there was a lot about that historical moment that I didn't know. So I also learnt quite a lot in it. Um, but I highly recommend it. It's one of the best movies I've ever watched. I don't know, Laws, if you would love it. Okay. Just because it's like war times mm. and stuff. And I know you, you don't usually love those kind of movies. But I really, really loved it. And it was a really fantastic movie. And it's worth all the hype. But Amazing. it's long. So buckle in for like a good, like a good long movie. Maybe I'll save it for a time when you're in the Dalton mood for would it. love that. I reckon he'd yeah. love it. He loves sitting down for a three-hour movie. Yeah. So I feel like if I do something bad, then I'll say, but I'll watch you have this to movie promise me you have to watch it without your phone. Yes. Yes. Okay. You can't. Deal. You have to watch it. Like be in the zone. in the zone. Yeah. Okay. Deal. So that's my that's my special show. What's yours? Thank you. Mine is Boy Swallows the Universe. Yes. Which I know you haven't watched yet. I know. And it's because I've already spoken to Sam about it because usually we wait for the podcast, but I just loved it so much. Yeah. I was like, oh, if you watched it. I've seen it everywhere. Apparently it's getting the best reviews. It is the best. So it is made in, uh, set in Australia, yeah. an Australian show yeah. based on Trent Dalton's internationally best-selling book. It is so fantastic. It is, and it's, a, I have to say, like for me, it's a bit, with the first episode I was like, oh, this Heavy. makes me feel a bit anxious okay. because it's like a bit, yeah. a bit like there's drugs yeah. and uh, violence yeah. and things but I just absolutely loved it the there's a character Eli in it who is 14 years old he is the best actor I have ever seen in my life and I can't believe he's 14 and it's just it's just this beautiful story of love and you know this family and two brothers and I I just oh I can I cannot recommend it enough. Oh, it's so good. So I'm so it's excited. on Netflix. Yeah, it looks it's really good. Maybe six six or seven episodes. How long are the episodes? Oh, I, like I don't even minutes? know. This, I don't even know. I felt yeah. like it was the most in a long time. I haven't had a show that I like looked forward to watching. Yeah. Like oh tonight we're going to watch this and yeah. you know we'll not be on our phones and it yeah. was one of those. It was really special. Oh, that's awesome. So highly recommend. Awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. Very much looking forward to watching. You'll it. love Thank it. Thank you. That's it from us today, but we wanted to give Wednesday's episode coming a shout out. It is with the incredible Maymar Lifts, as you may know her from Instagram. We met Maymar when we were in the UK last year and her story is just truly inspiring. She's been an absolute joy to follow. She's 
super strong, strong-minded, strong emotionally, strong in every single way. And I find her incredibly inspiring. So if you're not sure who Maymar is, definitely recommend going and following her. But please keep an eye out for that episode because it was a really, really great chat and we learned so much about her. Um, so good. So look out for that one, guys. But as always, we would love your support if you want to come follow us on our Instagram page at KickPod. That's where you can get in touch with us as well. And of course, at kick.app for everything kick-related at laura.henshaw and at Smith for our personal pages. And we'll be back in your ears very soon. Bye. Bye.